Today, we're going to be talking about zinc die casting in manufacturing. And with us today is Dave Magner, Director of Sales and Marketing at Deco Products. Dave, welcome to the, welcome to the video broadcast that we're doing today. Yeah, great. Uh, great to be here. Thank you so much, Neil. Glad, glad to have you on board. Let's start out by simply asking, can you explain what zinc die casting is and how it differs from other die casting? Yeah, well, great. Well, um, you know, die casting in of itself is similar, but with zinc, there's a few um, certain characteristics that are real important with the material. Uh, zinc has a certain melting temperature that's less than some other materials. So uh, that's a big provision. And, and some of the corresponding equipment is designed around that. And so uh, the die casting process, regardless of the metal, is you know, you usually have a, a mold, you know, that can split in half and you uh, shoot the, the metal uh, into the, the two halves as they're pressed together. You let the metal solidify uh, and then you split the two halves apart and have to extract the part. And then from there, you have to, uh, you're, you're gonna have some excess material as the material flows through and solidifies. And we call that a runner or the gate or the overflow. Uh, and, and so that has to be trimmed off. And then that might be the functional part. It, it may be that that simple. Um, but from there, often there may be some secondary operations that one would need to do to make that part, you know, per per print and, and per the specific specifications for for, for the application. But uh, but the advantage of, of of zinc is it generally runs quicker because it it does solidify quicker with the lower melting temperature. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about the types of applications. I'm going to do this in two two ways. The first way yeah. is what are common things that people normally make with zinc? And yep. then what are some things that are either potentially avenues that zinc would be a great opportunity or something to look at? Or is there a movement in the industry to move towards zinc in certain areas? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a really important question. We we uh, work with customers to t identify when the zinc material is optimal. As uh, I've, I've got a 20 year background in, in advanced uh, product development, and we developed uh, parts in zinc and plastic and other things. So, we, so, so there are certain parts, certain applications that zinc is outstanding for. Other ones where where uh, where a different material process could be advantageous, and so. We find that uh, you know zinc's advantages really evolve around a great balance of strength and high precision. Um, zinc as an alloy and as a metal is you know stronger than plastic uh, and uh, more, more rigid, which can be an advantage or disadvantage. But when uh, um, you know when you need that strength, uh, you know that you know that's important. the The other thing that zinc has, in its favor is its precision. You know, you can cast because of its rigidity and because it's metal, it, it casts the tighter tolerances. Um, and, and zinc, um, and characteristic of zinc is it's very fluid. And so when you melt it, it, it the the fluidity is quite high. And so it, it, it melts and it's, it flows like water where other metals are more syrupy and, and don't flow quite as well. So you can design really precision features, small, uh, thin walls, uh, you know, specific radiuses that, that are really important to, to one's design, for example. And 
And so zinc will fill that in really nicely and, you know, prevent, um, you know, additional secondary operations often where the tolerances are quite tight. When it solidifies, it's quite rigid where other materials are very flexible, but, you know, they can warp and they can distort over time. Um, so, so those are a couple of things that as an engineer, you have to really balance what you need and what's the application, certainly. I think one of the things you mentioned there is about the fluidity of it. Is that important? I know for those, I'm sure people who are listening understand the basics of, of molding and the whole yep. idea of filling the cavity as, as much as you can so you don't have air air pockets and things like that or the mold doesn't come out right. Yep. Does that mean that you could also have more detail in, in the thing, like more complex shape or more detail yep. in the actual surface? Yeah, exactly. Because when the material is fluid and you when you shoot this at a high pressure, when it's melted, now you can really uh, provide you know thin wall sections, very complex details that can be molded in with a high degree of tolerance or, or, or with with very limited tolerances. And so, so uh, that is certainly an advantage that zinc is. E even more uniquely as a metal, but also uh, better than, than other metals like aluminum. And I know when you mention about thin wall, that's something very big because I know there's a lot in plastics, you have to worry about things like the dimensional accuracy yep. and also the, the just in use, uh, thin doesn't have the strength on it. And would that be an yep. advantage that zinc would have over, say like in the plastics field, yeah, right. And and with plastics, you got to be concerned with what they call sink. So they there there there's a uh, the thermodynamics of plastic and zinc are, are are unique, right? And so as a plastic designer, you don't want uh, you know wall thicknesses that that are different because the thicker walls will uh, cool at a different rate than the thinner walls, and so then you get this defect the the sinked area as the material cools at a different rate and you know and and that's a particular um you know concern with plastic and in, in the ultimate design of, of a plastic part now zinc's much more tolerant for varying um wall, wall thicknesses because the zinc cools at a at a more constant rate even in a thinner and a thicker wall and so you don't you you'll, you'll get a better surface finish uh, with a zinc part, which is you know really important, whether it's a raw part, but then maybe you you paint the part or you plate the part, and so you'll get a more decorative part um, out of zinc. Maybe and, and and the you know the surface finish is so so important for aesthetics and and really things like uh, uh, minimizing stress concentrations, things of that nature. So it's even can impact the the, the strength of the part. I know it has a much better feel to it too for for yeah. things like like door hardware, window hardware, things like that. It just has yep. more solid feel to it than than a lot of other materials. Yep, I mean that's a great great point. Zinc's a heavy material; it's a very dense material, and so you know you're not designing a lot of uh, zinc parts for aviation, for example, because uh, you know the the weight is a parameter that that design engineer is really factoring in uh you know for fuel efficiencies and and other reasons but there are times where weight and the what they you know we call the haptics or the perception of that end user is is a very premium feel and it's a very important for the you know quality of not only that zinc part but the entire you know the entire system or um so 
you know, there'll be automotive applications or where the, the door handle will be made out of zinc. Uh, even though it weighs a little bit more, it, you know, the perceived value is so much better. So you'll see that in a luxury car. Sa same thing with uh, windows, right? Yeah, they're, they're, you know, the, the hardware aspect is, is so important where the uh, value and the perceived value is so much higher on a zinc part, both because it feels better and it, and it looks better. Yeah, and I would think that would be something when you're talking to product developers and engineers, that's got to be part of the equation is yep. all these factors that come together on something like that. Yep. And it's kind of like looking at it. Let me ask you, where's the best place when they're at when a company's at that stage of figuring out, is this the time to engage with uh, the zinc diecaster to like like deco? to kind of yep. understand a little bit more all these things and walk through all these different options to see if it's the right material for them? Yeah, we we often uh, do do that a lot with either uh, customers that we've known for decades or, 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 or new customers for that matter. Uh, you know, talking about those things on the front end, like you suggest, it's so important. You know, it's better to get on the right path right away and then and so we'll often do uh uh you know meetings whether it's through a video conference or in person where we'll walk through different options and you know at the end of the day i've, I've got a background but i've got other engineering uh folks that have decades of experience for designing uh die castings and so we'll we'll we'll, we'll set up a a collaborative meeting and you know we want you know we want to steer people in the right direction we understand that not every part or part designers uh parameters you know are going to go towards zinc but there are certain aspects that you know we've alluded to that really are important and it's important to identify that on the front end uh because then the next part of the design process is you know how can we make that zinc part um more manufacturable and have a better um you know quality in life you know throughout its uh, entire life cycle I think that's if you want to touch base on that, because that's one of the things I think that's important. <clears throat> it's not just the design, the mold, and you go right out to production. You have to, if you want to talk a little bit about manufacturability and, and yep. what, that what role that plays in the, the final product. So, yeah, uh, when you're working with a design engineer, you know, one of our customers, uh, there are two sides of the coin that we really need to worry about. One is, you know, should the part be made out of zinc or not? And we'll want to steer them in the right direction. But then if uh, zinc as a material in the die casting process is a strong candidate, you know, then it's a matter of looking at that design and balancing the the requirements of the design, you know, the geometry, the um, testing requirements, things of that nature with what's manufacturable. And so that's a real collaborative effort because sometimes they'll design things in a way like, okay, that you know, it's somewhat arbitrary, you know, that feature where we'll ask, well, can that feature be slanted or what we call, can we add draft to that? Because we want that part to be um, less blocky, uh, you know, and have fillets and be, um, you know, tapered in a lot of ways, what we call draft, so that the part falls out of the, the tool much more easily. That's, um, you know, improves the surface finish of the part and ultimately the quality of the part from day one. But then also the tool life and the quality of that part, you know, you know, a year later, even 10 years later. And so we really design around a long life tool. And so when we can optimize things on the front end, you know, you just get that much further payback, you know, in the long run, both on quality and the cost of tooling and, and all those you know, pretty, pretty important investments for, you know, for, for the customer. 
you had brought up something in a previous conversation we had talking about mm -hmm. the mold life and that zinc molds last a lot longer than aluminum or was it aluminum or steel. I think they, that yeah, because right, of right. itself, it has a longer period. So that's another factor in the overall cost of developing a program or a product or a product is yeah, right. You know, things like the the length of the the life of the of the mold. Right, right. So there's generally a, a ten to, uh, a, a ten times longer tool life on a zinc mold compared wow. to like aluminum. Yeah. So we're we're getting tools that last a million shots, and a shot is you know the the uh, the result of the of a one of a one uh, cycle of, of the machine, and so it could be one part or it could be five parts if there's five cavities. And so we're looking for, for a million shots um, and an equivalent situation for aluminum, they'd be looking at a hundred thousand. And so you can imagine how many you would go through 10 tools and, and have, you know, that, you know, extensive cost of, you know, 15 to $50,000, 10 times over uh, at the same time that you'd have only once with zinc. And it's, and it's, and it's about the, the, the material again, uh, zinc is, uh, has a lower melting temperature. It's less abrasive. Um, and so, uh, you know, zinc is a material that you can make bushings out of. It's, there's some lubricity to it. And so it, it molds much better where, where aluminum, if anybody grabs their, their, uh, their, their, their soda, uh, uh, can you know they'll know in in in, in aluminum foil it, it's a bit abrasive and it's a little scratchy and so that's just a characteristic of the material that is an advantage for the the zinc die casting process wow that's it's interesting because there's so many things that are involved in that and it yep. sounds like you take the time that this is something you work with companies you this is not so much a one-time type thing you really partner with a company and you become part of their you know their their entire development and production yep. Is what it sounds like, well, and, and and when you, when when we get to that point, you know, when we're working on the design, another really key aspect of that is our, our mold flow analysis, where we'll simulate the flow. You know, we have got special software and, and and specialized engineers that will look at the design of the part. They'll design the tool around that, of course. So the the geometry that that's needed is is conformed to. But then we have to look at okay, what is the tool going to look like, and so. Before, you know, the investment of cutting steel occurs, we'll go through multiple iterations to optimize that. And, you know, and again, that's something that most of our customers uh, rely on us to do because, you know, it, the software is expensive and it, it's a skill set that we we have that, uh, you know, a lot of our customers don't have and really a lot of other die casters don't have. And so rather than winging it and trying to get the tool, um, you know, optimize, you know, initially and, and hope for the best, we'll go through that extra effort and, and work with customers. And sometimes they're like, well, can you change this feature? Can we work on this? Or where's the, the where's the real decorative surface? Because we want to, um, you know, optimize that finish as opposed to the backside. And so there's some trade-offs that, that you have to go through, but usually very good discussions that uh, are valued by us and, and the customer, you know, for, for the immediate needs and, and the long term. And it's nice that you can carry it through this entire process all the way to the actual production of the parts that they, when they put the product on market, you can continually handle all the production elements of it then for them as well. Right. Because at, at, at the end of the day, we're, we're working with people that are working on their project and they want the project to succeed. And that's, that's about, you know, the timeliness of things, you know, is the project on schedule is the ultimate 
parts going to be of the sufficient quality and meet the specifications that are needed? And then ultimately, you know, is it the right cost, both on the initial investment and then the, the long-term cost? And so uh, us, you know, working and collaborating with, with, with the design engineer or the project manager throughout the whole process, um, you know, so, so important. So we'll have different handoff points where it goes from our design team to our quality team, to our process team, to our tooling team. Then ultimately to to our operations and production folks that then take all those inputs um, and, and and make a, a very thorough and comprehensive quality plan that uh, you know will stand the the test of time. You brought up something when you mentioned about you know the, the, about the software and some of the, the, the skill sets that you have been and about the, that being one of the uniquenesses of Deco. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit more on what maybe some of the unique benefits are of Deco, say over? some of the competitors without, you know, obviously not saying names, sure. but, but just saying what, what, what are some of the unique uh, benefits that Deco offers in the zinc die casting market? Well, well, Deco has been around for a while. And, and, and with that, we have, uh, you know, systems and, and, you know, people that, that are, are, are experts. And so we've been around since 1960 and, uh, we have uh, decades of experience in our engineering and our tool room. And, you know, that is, you know, just cannot be uh, mimicked or, or or replicated. And so, uh, you know, for example, uh, tool transfers, you know, somebody might have a tool, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the development of a new part, but, uh, you know, there are times when a customer has a tool already and they want to have it, you know, somebody else run it for whatever reasons. They, they want to bring a tool back from China or the other uh, die caster goes out of business or they just don't feel good about them. And so, we are uniquely suited to, uh, you know, bring in uh, a transfer tool. Um, one because we have the expertise to to bring it in, but the other thing that's about Deco is we have over a hundred diecast machines, r ranging from small to large, you know, to make a very very small part like a fastener all the way to a, a part in our five hundred ton uh, machine. And so we'll have the machine to to run most tools, and if there are any modifications, you know, um, our you know, our, our 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 tool room and our engineering team have been through the many, many experiences to make things work. And so often it's very simple and very uh, um, straightforward. But even when it's not, uh, we minimize the stress on everybody and we, you know, we can take take care of those aspects. And so, you know, part part of that is, again, the people and the expertise, but also the, the equipment and, and, our, and our systems that we have had for decades. And, uh, you know, that is a really uniqueness. I, you know, I eventually say we have more die cast capacity than our one roof than anybody in North America, again, ranging from small to large, but then a, a lot of redundancy as well um, to ensure that, uh, you know, lead times are met, any, uh, you know, any um, expedites can, can happen. And we really work with our key, key customers in, in that regard. That's that's amazing because and and I know that was one thing in in looking do the research was that you are the I believe in North America the largest standing you know zinc die casting company. Yeah, and 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 we do specialize in zinc. I mean, I mean there are other die casters that do a little zinc and then they do aluminum and plastic and they, they do a variety of things in multiple facilities. But our 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 facilities here in Decorah, Iowa, where all the engineering. All the leadership team and all the operations ha happen here as a made in the U.S. Uh, ma manufacturer. That's fantastic. You, you've got my curiosity now. Is there any product or project that you've worked on that was kind of unique or something that that, that kind of a, an interesting that you can share with us that was something out of the ordinary or something that you solved or something like that? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, uh, one of our key customers, again, it, you know, it, it happens so often where, where we have to collaborate, but uh, one of the unique uh, projects that we were, just worked on, it actually applied for an award through the uh, NADCA, which is the North American Die Casting Association. They, they've got an annual, you know, competition, right? And so we, uh, you know, uh, we submitted, you know, you know some of the challenges and, and, and the solutions that we came up with for for that particular competition, and we were you know one of a a couple that you know, were were recognized. And so, what what was really outstanding that our engineering team did is really um, worked with our customer, understood uh, some of the challenges. You know, in this case, it was a decorative part. Uh, the surface finish was so so important, but it's also a very thin part, and and so the the walls or the members, the, the structural members were really important to be thin. And so the flow, and and that's where we talk about the mode flow analysis was the key tool to all that, to, to try something, to uh, optimize it. And we went through many, many iterations throughout the process. But, you know, uh, when you do that, and now you actually fabricate that tool and you see the benefits of that and and, and see the, the, the customer and, and that, that project manager, you know, succeed, you, you know, that was a great win-win for all of us. And so that that's just one example. We we were working on projects like that all the time, but in this case, it was just some uniqueness with the features of that part and and also balancing that with the decorative aspects that was, you know, so, so important. Well, it definitely can say that having, you know, being focused on zinc is definitely going to give you also the experience to be able to handle a, a myriad of, of, of uh, challenges and Having yep. experience to kind of know, oh, that we worked in this area and now we can work in this area on something like that. Yep. 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 This has been fascinating. I, I appreciate your time on that. I'm going to give you a couple minutes. If there's anything I didn't cover or anything you'd like to talk about zinc die casting or deco, I'll give you the floor. Um, I mean, one thing that that I think you just kind of hit on that that I neglected is, you know, we, we were talking a lot about the casting process, but then there are often that... Uh, you know, depending on the requirements of that part, it, it might just be a, a, a casting, right? But often a customer will need a, an, an assembly or they'll need, you know, secondary operations. You know, so we 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 concentrate on the casting process, but then also the value add operation beyond that. And, and so that could include machining, you know, adding taft holes, could be powder coating or other decorative or non-decorative uh, corrosion protection uh, finishes. Uh, and then, all, and then, just the, the the assembly process. And so, a lot of Deco's background is in the hardware. You know, whether it's window, door, and you can think about the different mechanisms that you know one could use zinc for um, on windows and doors. And when we talk about you know the door, the egress or ingress access system, you know, needs to be something that functions really well, is strong, but also has this great perceived value. And so. We've got a lot of history in that, adding additional value to the not only the part but the the assembly and even you know be part of the, the bigger system. Um, and so that's an important aspect with uh, you know the design process is understanding things in a very you know it could be component level and very cost conscious or it could be more systematic and you know really worried about some additional functionality. Um, you know I think that's you know you know, really summarizes the challenges that we're faced and that we collaborate with our cut customers on. And, 
you know, I, I, I can go on and on, I suppose, but I think this is a good, good uh, introduction to, to the process. But then, you know, we're available to, uh, you know, talk through things in a more detailed way, because that's where the, you know, the, 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 the tire hits the ground and where the real exciting challenges, you know, come up is on the specific uh, project re requirements. Which brings up a good point. How is the best way of somebody to contact you? Well, yes, yeah, so we, 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 we try to put a lot, a lot of resources on our website, um, you know, that is people just want to, you know, find different things out, but, but we have, we're very receptive, you know, whether it's a phone call, an email, a video conference, or even a, a meeting uh, in, in person, we're very receptive to working with the customer, answering the questions. And, and again, it, it might be just steering them in, in, in the right direction and it maybe won't go anywhere or, you know, it may lend itself into a, you know, some projects, you know, as you can imagine, you know, will go on, you know, a year. There's a lot of development, a lot of testing, and we can be part of that that process. And so, uh, uh, you, you know, but it, the, the engagement's important. It's important for us and it's important for, for our, our customers because, you know, if we can work together often, you know, it's a win-win scenario to really address the, you know, whatever challenges are on the front end. And not that it's simple then, but it's certainly less costly and less stressful than trying to find something in the 11th hour. And so, I, you know, that type of engagement is, you know, important to everybody involved. That's excellent. <clears throat> One of the things we'll do is we will also put the web address and the contact information yeah, absolutely. in the show notes at the bottom of, of the of the podcast so that we can yep. go over that. Dave, again, can't thank you enough. You are a wealth of knowledge. It's always enjoyable to have you on and, and learn more about zinc and, and the zinc die casting process. Uh, thank you very much for being a part of the podcast. Well, and Neil, thank you for having me on, and thank you for all your work to 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 kind of educate you know the the rest of the industry. We we uh, we we love to be involved with the diecast in industry, but also you know the manufacturing industry in, in general. You know, as a U.S. manufacturer, we uh, want to support others and uh, really you know uh, really uh, certainly uh, propagate the win-win uh, scenario that we, that we're all involved with. Oh, so yeah. thank you for, for 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 being the catalyst for that. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. Thanks again. All right, great.